Italy and Spain. Who do you like tomorrow in this one, man? I'm really looking forward to it. Now, I have to admit, Jeremy, I was on Belgium, uh, 8-1 to one price. That was the ticket that I placed, <clears throat> so it was a little disappointing for me. But, you know, this is obviously going to be a good one tomorrow. Italy, minus 145 to advance to the next round. Spain, plus 105, so you're getting plus money. Who do you like tomorrow? Yeah, and that's, you know, you just said it right there. You had Belgium. For yep. me, I have Spain. Spain was my, my pre-tournament pick. Nice. Uh, I had them at nine plus, plus 900. I think of the four uh, the four soccer uh, handicappers at the Action Network, I think I'm the only one left. So, um, you know, just some full disclosure before we get going, that I do have that. Yeah, you got to your own horn a little bit. Um, yeah, but here's, here's the thing. Um, you know, I think they're in trouble tomorrow, and I'm, and you know, it's 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 interesting. It's just the problem is with them is that you know it's, they're firmly up against it, in my opinion, just because of the fact that one they needed, you know, two actually they needed extra time to get past Austria, mm-hmm. and then they were forced to go to penalties against even you know a weaker side in Switzerland. So now you got a team that's played what an hour, you know, an hour longer yeah. than the, the other team had had to go through the had to go through a a shootout, which is another added stress, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, and fitness is going to be a, is going to be a concern too. I think for for Spain simply because of the fact that you know these players are coming off a long domestic seasons, they get a little mini break and then they go right into their, to their to their camps. So for that reason, you know, and it pains me to say it, I'm going to back Italy at minus one forty five at and uh, you know at, at, at MGM just as you tip teed it off that that's what the numbers <laughs> absolutely yes, that's yes, my topic tomorrow. You know, and that's my that's my top pick tomorrow, and I would keep an eye on this number with you guys um, because I don't know if it's going to shift or drift. I think it's going to stay around in that in those one forties. Mm-hmm. Um, it could tick down a little bit more, you know, prior to the start. But um, you know, it's it's. I feel like Italy's going to Italy's going to be able to be able to squeak this out. Um, you know, they're, they're, they've been they're five and zero, eleven goals they've get they've scored they've given up two. Um, and one of them came from the spot uh, against Belgium with Lukaku right yeah. before the half ended. Um, and then the other thing is too is that Italy's defense is nasty. Yeah. Um, they they limited opposition to it's either you know it's point five expected goals I believe in three of the five matches they've had. Um, so between them and England, which is kind of the way we're looking at this, should wind up panning out. Um, you know you got two really talented defensive sides, and I I, I think the fatigue factor is going to be the the issue. I know that I know that Spain has scored what twelve goals. Um, something that I think put up five um, recently as well. So I just, I feel like that that's a, <clears throat> excuse me. I think that's, that's going to hurt them. I think that's going to, that's going to be the problem. The, the, the situation with just being tired legs. We're joined now by Jeremy Pond of the action Network, talking to Euros. And, you know, we were both sweating a little bit when you first got on the phone, but you know, Tampa lit the lamp here on the power play. It's, it's tied up here in the second period. So a little, okay, Little Man, XL. We yeah. could we could we could have jumped on Tampa plus money. We messed up. I told I told the people listening to do it. Nobody's listening to me. Now they're fighting and whatnot. Okay, back to the Euros. Uh England might be 90 minutes away from winning their first major final since what was it, 1966. They've gotten this far before, but they've fallen right. short most recently in 2018. What's your pick for that uh that matchup? You already kind of teased that, you know, we're thinking England, but England didn't Denmark any um any bold predictions for that, or is it pretty much a straight shot as, as what you think is gonna happen with that? Well, I mean, right right now, I mean, you got to figure that they're the favorite. I believe they're around plus one sixty to win it uh, at BetMGM, and I think Italy's plus two hundred, maybe. Yeah, uh, one sixty. Italy's uh, got two to one, and then Spain's plus two eighty. Denmark nine to one. If anybody's nine hundred. Yeah, yeah. So, 
So, the, and a big reason about with that, guys, is the fact that these games are all in Wembley. Yeah. This is a home game. Yeah. I mean, these are these are home matches. So, you could not have asked for a better you know path in to get to the final. And then, secondly, they had the easier bracket. So that was you know I I threw a mid tournament play on them just because I was charting through and how these brackets were going to unfold. You could see that they were going to have an easier path than these other teams. I mean, you had a loaded top uh, the ones I was loaded, and you know then England just cakewalks against against Ukraine and they haven't given up the goal. Um, so I'm not sure quite right now where specifically I'm going to go with this bet right now. My my head and my wallet say England, but my heart says Denmark. Obviously, you know with what happened with Christian Eriksen in the first game. They're the Cinderella story, the team is destiny. You know, they lost their first first two matches and needed a, a whole lot of stuff that happened to even to even get to the knockouts and guess what? Here they are. So I think right now I would probably land on the both teams to score um, you know, wager. It's at plus money. Yep. Um it's at plus one fifteen at Bet MGM. Denmark scored eleven goals in the last four matches, um, including four in both the wins over Russia and Wales. After getting shut out against again under playing under those bad circumstances, the Christian Eriksen um, being felled in that match against in that opening match against Finland, who they're clearly a better team, they're on their way to winning that match. Um, you know, and then they've they've also another thing with terms of expected goals, we like to talk about that stuff with the advanced metrics in in the sport. Um, we do it in hockey as well. But Denmark is thriving in that metric. They've dominated the expected goal battles: mm. 1.9, 1.8, 2.1, 2.0 and 1.2 in five games. And the 1.2 was an even number with the checks last time out. But you have to take in, you have to take into consideration that the checks were down 2-0 at the half. Yeah. So you're not looking for the third goal, right? And you're, you're, you're just exactly. going to deflect. you got a good enough defense. You're going to weather the storm, yeah. which they did. So I think that number is slightly skewed. Um, but I feel like Denmark can still get one past this England team. Something's got to give. I can't see this team, England, shutting someone out before shutting every team out the rest of the way. And Denmark, I think, is playing with too much momentum, too much pride, that even if England gets up, which is what they tend to do, they get that first goal, they sit back, they just want to relax, yeah. and, and again, take the punishment. But I think Denmark's good enough to chip away, and that was the, you know, Denmark, it wasn't Denmark. Um, yeah, it was Denmark. They're going to be able to get a lot of shots off. And that's, and that's you know, not if we're going to talk about props here at all Wednesday, Um there's two good props, I think, with Denmark because the assumption for me is that they're going to be behind. Yeah. So if they get back and get behind a goal, I'm looking at, again, two plays that are interesting on at MGM. Casper Dolberg, total shots on target over a half, a half minus 135. And if you want to get a little bit more risky, over one and a half shots on target at plus 400. Yeah. Mm. Him and then Yusuf, Yusuf Poulsen from uh, Leipzig, another guy, over one over a half. Shot on target minus one ten over one and a half plus five hundred. So these guys are going to be, you know, their average shot distance coming right around the, the top of the eighteen box. They're fifteen yards to sixteen yards. Point is, you're not going to really penetrate that England defense, but you're going to get shots from outside. And I don't care if it's a weak shot that goes on goal and he's making a save or has to do something. It's going to be a shot on target, right? Yep. So the numbers for me there, I'll, I'll be playing both on each guy, half and then one one and a half on five both. Star and, you know, play, you're the man. Hope, hope We're going to have to have you on again. Thanks a lot, buddy. Yeah, my pleasure. Hopefully, hopefully later this week. Absolutely. Jeremy Pond with the five-star plays of the Action Network. We got to get him on like every single show, it feels like. He's I giving know. out freaking dimes. Four-to-one props. Yeah, absolutely. Jeremy Pond, you can find his work with the Action Network, of course.